Hello, and welcome to another episode of Some Days Today. Some Days Today. Good podcast listening hour to you. Yeah. My name is... audience. <laughs> My name is Bola Odina, your host, and with me is Nackins Odina. Welcome. Thank you. Well, now, am, what am I? Am I a host? Listen, you are whatever you want to be. Mm. You, If you want to be a part of this journey permanently, that's fine. If you want to come in and out, that's perfect. Whatever it is. I will say, though, that people have said that it's great when you're on. Well, well that's, that's definitely... Um... A, I mean, I don't want to influence your decision making, <laughs> but it is only me on the cover art. <laughs> so um, that's true. You forgot all about me. Not, nah, I mean, I, but, may not, I must not be important. But um, it's all good. Um, no, I like this. Uh, I think I'm liking it more. But you know what? I'm. I think I'm gonna have to take some more creative control. Then again, I, I'm. I don't like commitment. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why we can't have, that's why it's only me on the cover art because we can't have, a, I don't like commitment. What I will say also though is this is, you know, speaking about some days today, why we do the, what we do, the reason why this podcast exists. What you'll notice is the more you do things, the more you, it starts to become real to you. Mm -hmm. So sometimes ideas and theories sound scary or sound more like a commitment or what have you. But then the more you do it, you realize it's not a big deal. So I say that to say that, um, you know, when this first started, you thought this probably wasn't the best idea necessarily. No, um, I don't know if I was thinking all that. I mean, listen, you do you. Um, I think and like how oh, two minutes in, but anyways, I think my issue with anything that I do is that I feel like I need to be all in. Like the fear of commitment is really about the fear of making it work. You know what I mean? It's it's like now I have to go on every Friday and you're harassing me or whatever the case may be. That's what it is. It's like because now I mean I can pop in whenever I want and have fun, and then when now it becomes. That I have to do it because I've committed to it. It becomes work. And there's a sense of loss of fun that is accompanied with that. But, I mean, you can't really accomplish anything. you got to have you got to have an end goal. And you can't really accomplish anything if you ain't dedicated to it. So Yeah, and I don't know that... I mean, this is not the topic for this today. But um, <clears throat> I don't know that committing to doing something necessarily takes the fun out of it. You know, like, I, I think it's about thinking about ways to make it work for you. So, for instance, I mean, you've been working out consistently for the past year. Um, I'm sure. Work. Not that it's not work, but I'm just saying you found a routine that makes it possibly less work. Like the mental hurdle that's necessary every time that you need to go to the gym has probably been, been taken out. But regardless, I mean, a lot of people switch up their workouts. You know, some people will say... You know, every month I'll take a different class or I may switch it up by going running with friends and all of that. At the end of the day, it's about accomplishing a specific goal, not necessarily sticking to the same way of doing it. So it doesn't always have to be work is my point. But um, but I see your point. Um, even with the podcast, what I'm realizing is, you know, we can switch up the format. We can switch up 
where we do it, where we record the time of the day that we record, the, the format of the conversation, et cetera, to make it more dynamic, more interesting. And I think with that, as long as you're committed to putting something out in the case of this podcast, or as long as you're committed to moving forward and checking those um, milestones off, yeah, I think you'll be good. That's what the work is for you. That's work. That's okay. I mean, that's essentially what work is. But again, like I think for those of us who are um, like myself, who aren't necessarily always upbeat like you are, mm-hmm. and you know, gotta work their mental facilities to get to a certain place. Um, I speak for you. And my point is that the minute you are having to keep up, like you said yourself, like it's, you commit to doing it consistently or whatever words you use, like the minute you have to do that, then that's when it becomes work. And so to me, what makes it, when it becomes work, what makes it um, palatable or able for me, for me to be able to take the, that work is that you have an ultimate goal in mind. And so, like, that's the point. Like, you can't mm. get anything done if you're just going to come in and have fun. I mean, you're going to have, you can get fun, but you can't get that goal accomplished. And so, I have to um, have a specific goal in mind so that I can be working towards it. Like, I had a goal in mind when I had, when I started working out. Um, so, it's like, all right, I got to meet that goal. So okay. That's what it is. I, I, I go ahead. I was going to say, I see your point. I think I have some counterpoints, but I don't want this to derail the topic for today. Mm-hmm. So we can always dive into this some other point, some other time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, we can use this as a future topic. You know, what 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 makes it easier for you to commit to something once it's no longer fun, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll make a note of that. All right. So. Um, Today's topic is a year in review. It's the end of 2019. We just finished the holiday season, which we should probably talk about a bit, um, speaking of um, something that's not fun. (laughs) Um, But the topic of today is just to do a quick summary of our 2019 Um, The highs, the lows, all the amazing moments, maybe some of the less amazing moments, the lessons learned, et cetera, Um, and then think about um, and and then talk about plans for 2020. Mm -hmm. But before we get started, I do want to say that, um, you know, speaking about switching it up, we are in New Jersey, which is where I'm from. My family lives in New Jersey and um, typically every holiday season, um, Mac and I and the children will travel to New Jersey to spend Christmas with a family. Um, and it's always a production or some sort of ordeal that we don't always enjoy. <laughs> so let me just say the aftermath of, you know, having the kids open their gifts and, you know, we're done with that. I, I now feel good because we're on the other side of it. But it's been a pretty stressful past week or so wouldn't you say okay so um there's a lot here (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'm just trying to that's with everything and the thing is um and should i I I couch it before just to position your response so it's more direct to what i'm trying to get what i'm about to say okay you're right but but let me just say but let me just say stressful (laughs) not necessarily that i don't enjoy the holiday season i actually enjoy 
aspects of it from seeing family, friends, being together, eating. You know I love eating. Um, the part that I don't enjoy is the shopping for the gifts and the stress that comes with it, trying to make sure that you um, shop for everyone. And me being a last-minute person, mm. um, we always wait till the very last minute. And then as soon as we get to New Jersey, we're spending three, four days going back and forth to the malls or what have you, trying to order gifts for children who we don't even know <clears throat> that whatever it is that we end up giving them um, is what they want. So that really is what I was speaking about. And I feel like there's got to be a better way of doing this. And I think you and I need to re-envision how we do the holiday season for next year. But go ahead. That's what I meant. After you've taken out my whole entire point. Okay, that's fine. I, um, <laughs> um, don't dominate, okay? I'm here now. I'm about to be co-host. <laughs> All right, I'm... Okay, babe, just I'm, I'm just I'm trying to get your, uh, your perspective. All right, so my perspective. Yes, so I guess you um, kind of got the sense of what I was saying because you, you know, you qualified your not enjoyable and gave some more context because, you know, we do have the certain family members who we do visit that's going to be listening to this. So, um, I mean, just basically, I mean, when we're here, like, it's true chill. Like, I, I mean, I enjoy having to be there. First of all, we're not the host. So that means, you know, the responsibility is not on us. And so, you know, I can imagine that there's a little bit more stress on um, the people we're hosting. We sit, um, we watch a whole bunch of movies, we mm -hmm. talk, we, um, you know, we eat. drink, <laughs> we eat and be merry. We, we undo all the freaking hard work I've done working out this year but um you know it is always next year put it right back anyways i mean it is is definitely fun but i mean there's uh, like you said the um stress of of shopping is one i mean i also think it's because we don't necessarily prioritize the shopping piece because we have a whole bunch of other shit that we're doing in our lives and so um you know when it comes to like there are some people who start thinking about this way early they do their house up with all kinds of crap and they start shopping a whole bunch send out the um christmas cards and we don't prioritize it like that so that is going to be you know add to the level of stress and from my perspective i don't really care so much for all of that shopping anyway so that's part of the reason why i don't prioritize it um but um i also think the other piece of it from my perspective is listen i like being at my damn home i'm um i'm a homebody at heart like i i can go out i can socialize but truthfully i like chilling in my free, i like my comfort you mm -hmm. know and so um that's another piece and so when i travel out um you know because the family likes it because my <laughs> wife likes it <laughs> then, happy wife happy life this is true <laughs> um so you know but other than that i mean it's just Anyways, that's yeah. I just wanted to add a little bit more color to the idea that it's not in, that it was stressful. I don't, I, you know, I think it's too black and white. Yeah, no, I get your point, um, and I completely agree with that. So, two things you mentioned: Christmas cards or holiday cards. Did you notice that? Um, and and I thought about that. We didn't get any holiday cards this year. Mm. I think that's a dying thing. I just realized that I saw on Instagram. Must be Instagram. I saw on Instagram and a lot of um, other postings, you know, where people send emails out or texts that in lieu of, you know, sending holiday cards out this year, we're just going to do electronic versions, which I think that's interesting. Like, this is the first year 
that I think uh, a large group of people decided to not do holiday cards. We've never been all that consistent, Mm -hmm. but um, in the past, when we didn't do it, I would have felt the need to do it, but I also didn't feel that tinge to do it either. So that's interesting. I wonder if um, others are feeling like there's a turning of the tide um, on that. So, Mm. yeah. Um, And then the other thing that you said is, uh, no, the other thing that I wanted to quickly touch on is rethinking the holiday season. So not that I don't enjoy it. I think the, we could possibly prioritize shopping more, but moving forward, I've also noticed that a lot of people have been doing some traveling. Mm. So during the Christmas season, they'll take their family and travel to maybe warmer weather, um, take a family vacation to Hawaii or what have you. I think we should either consider something similar where we travel with a bunch of either family members or friends so we could still have the same idea, but in lieu of gift giving, we travel. Because I think you end up spending roughly about the same anyways, right? But you have an experience associated with it. Um, So we either do that or, what was I thinking the other, because I think I had two alternatives. Oh, oh, or... Mm-hmm. What I told you the other day, in, instead of us running back and forth like crazy people to the mall, having the kids, like taking the kids um, to the shopping experience with us. So maybe having like two, three days of gift giving leading up to Christmas where we take them to the mall and they get whatever they want and they do, you know, watch whatever movies they want, eat whatever they want, maybe go see a play. Various things that once again, it's still the same amount of money that you're spending, but at this point now they're getting to pick whatever they want. It's more like a like a shopping spree and at the end of the day when they open and we can still wrap up the gifts mm. if they want. It's not different from, you know, you getting a list of gifts from your children and it's sometimes maybe not getting what's at the top of the list and they're somewhat disappointed. But if they go with you on this trip, number one, I could be sipping on latte somewhere where they are running through the stores buying whatever they want. Um, and it's still meaningful for everyone involved. You know, that we get to spend time together. They rem- It's a memorable experience for them. We spend the same amount of money. Um, it's less stressful for us. And at the end of the day, they get what they want. Yeah, they get what they want. So, all right, so mm, mm, I I feel like I'm always starting with a sigh or something like that. <laughs> you always feel the need to disagree <laughs> with what I say. But I think those what? are two I, strong I, I, points uh, that we need to, two strong uh, ways to redesign the, the holidays for next year. That's what I'm thinking. You don't uh, agree? I mean, okay. I think what it is is like, uh, all right, so whatever. Anyways, I'm always in my head and I have meta conversations before I can even start. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, um, so there's a, a, a couple of things, right? So there's the, like, if we're trying to give tradition to the kids, like the people, the, the um, in-laws that we, well, my in-laws, the family members that we come and see, they have younger children. Our children are, you know, getting older, teenage, high school level. Um, and so I, you know, they don't necessarily they're getting to the point where the things that are fun for them are not the kind of things that were fun before, like running around and playing. So the only one, I mean, we have um, our youngest daughter who is um, still young. And so they, they like the, she still likes the idea of running around and playing and all that good stuff. Um, And I think 
the thing that the experience that we provide by bringing them together is probably the best part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, so that said, like part of the reason I think we don't care for it as much as older people's, you know, we and I. What's we, it when you say care for it? What's it? The 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 what we have done in the past, you know, bring coming together. No, I know, care for that. I'm not saying that as much, because in the reason what I'm saying, and the reason why I'm saying we don't care for it as much is because you're trying to change it up, right? Because if you cared for it as much, you wouldn't want to change it up. So I don't. I mean, if we say to our el- older kids, "Oh, we want to travel instead," I'm pretty sure the two oldest would be like, "Oh, I'm that's great." If we said that to the younger one, I, I mean, obviously she likes traveling too, but I think she um would want um. You know, she enjoys this, the the traditional part a lot mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of the reason we don't prioritize it too is because we, we think of ourselves, we are young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I, I was about to say we think of ourselves as young, but the truth is we are young, especially well, compared to... Um, I'm young. <laughs> I know about you. I mean, I think anytime you hit the, the four zero, I mean, I'm still in my 30s. So go Whatever. ahead. Whatever. Uh-huh. I'm young at heart. In any case... Um, but compared to our, um, our, the, um, parents of our kids, Mm -hmm. we're relatively young and compare, and a lot of our friends too, that we see are also, you know, if they're not, um, they're either currently in that young, because we, we had our kids young. Mm Mm-hmm. They're either currently in that in that state where their kids are young, and so therefore, you know, these little types of things for their kids are important, or they don't have kids, in which case they are living, uh, you know, the life that we're like, yeah, I want to go out and party. I'm still young, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, that's part of the reason why we don't prioritize it. And I mean, I'm I don't know if I'm making any sense because I'm saying a lot. There's a lot in my brain, but the point that I'm trying to make here is that. Um, when part of the reason why part of what we need to think about is what kind of experience we want to have if we still want to provide because there's two pieces to the two two families that really get involved if we do want to change it up where we are um traveling you know which i think would be good if we but also want to maintain the the traditional piece then maybe we we figure out how to travel together yeah you're saying we would need to no i agree with that we would need to bring everyone along i think it would be a whole family thing it would be the grandparents it would be oh man you us it would be right now (laughs) bringing um everybody together because first of all i don't think that i mean that would probably happen um we just got to talk about it let's not okay the point is i'm those are the two ways that i think we could switch it up we can think about the logistics and whether or not it makes sense or if it's feasible. And it doesn't even have to be every year. It could be every other year or what have you. But that was one way. And then the other way, what about the um, idea of having the kids come along for the experience and having more of a ongoing um, yeah, but what is set of experiences? Like, it's not what, fun. I thought kid. Okay. You may be what right. I mean, I, I, first of all, like, first, I mean, that's not the, like, you're acting like the reason we would want them to go is because the experience of shopping is fun. No, I mean, first of all, everybody's online anyway. So if you really did it the right way, you would probably be doing it on Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Cyber Monday. I thought we okay, stopped we have, recording, yeah. but right. go ahead. Lord of mercy. Um, yeah. I see your point. So the point is, you're not into it. <laughs> Got it. You're not into it, so we'll continue to do this. All right. Or maybe um, we can continue I'm, to think about how to switch it up. I just wanted to. Yeah, be, I mean, I'm fine with 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 traveling. The personally. travel. The okay. question is, are others and so I'm. Fine and it doesn't have to person. be far. It could even be. Maybe we don't go anywhere far. We just get a suite at a hotel. Uh, we'll figure it out. All right. So back to the topic of this episode, which is year in review now that we're 20 minutes in. Um, See, this is why I think perhaps we shouldn't have, like, I think maybe you do need structure, but I also think, like, what's interesting about the podcast is just we freaking have regular the conversations. Like, yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. You'd have to talk to your audience members and maybe send out a survey. But, like, um... And this is not to say that structuring it would not have us have conversations. I just think it like meanders in a way that we actually talk. Or natural. No, I agree. And I think I actually do think the audience, the the folks who've given us feedback do appreciate that. But I do think that we need to get to some sort of content <laughs> that we designed for this episode so um unless you want to continue to talk more about the holidays i really just wanted to touch on it because um, thank god for you being here because i listen i'm just here to offer my thoughts i appreciate we appreciate uh, you uh, 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 listen i appreciate you and i'm sure the audience members appreciate you as well the listeners appreciate mm. you so um all right so that's great so today's topic is year in review Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're like only three or four days um, left in 2019. I think it's been a pretty interesting year for both of us, for the both of us. And I, I, I mean, I think every year is interesting for most people. And hopefully, if you're being intentional about how you're living, and that was something that I leaned more into this year with my the vision board or, you know, both of us, you and I both had the the word of the year that we chose um, and some of the things that we were actively planning for, I think when that's the case, a lot of times you look back and you are amazed by some of the things that you actually got accomplished. So um, for me, I really enjoyed this year. So I'm going to do, um, I have some questions here that I want us to go through, but just um, as a high level summary, what are your thoughts or about this year? What are your feelings when you think about this, the year that you've had? So my feelings. All right. So this year I turned forty. So this year I turned forty. Yeah. I have to be louder. <laughs> I think it's perfectly fine. Joe is gonna help us out. Mm-hmm. Joe's our editor. Gonna lift my voice if I if it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Uh, the big forty. Now before you dive in, show. let me just quickly. Um. How does it feel to be forty? And when you, um, think back to when you were younger. And imagined other 40 year olds do you see yourself sort of in that space now I did not imagine 40 year olds no interesting especially not as a number they just was like a random old people like I was, but you did think they were old uh I don't know because I would have to say 40 oh no I didn't I just it was me and then older fools you know <laughs> so why like 40 and 50 people. um always when I was younger you know Nigerians celebrate everything so I remember going to mm. like birthday uh, parties huge birthday parties you know like a, a 40th birthday party and thinking man the, these are some old folks mm. you know and maybe style 
and swag and the way people move mm. um, have changed in general. Mm. Um, but I remember looking at them and thinking, God damn, <laughs> you're old. I mean, mm. you might as well die now. <laughs> not, not that you might as well die, but if you died tomorrow, I would have thought you lived a good life mm. type of thing. So, so it's funny that we're not 40 and I still feel... Like, I'm in the... I'm not shit. I am mm. not 40. <laughs> it's funny to see that you're 40. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're still in the mix. Um, this is so interesting. This so, is why these conversations are... They meander. Because now I want to talk about what your... I, what the difference between... Our, so I'm Haitian. But mm-hmm. actually, I'm Haitian um, a American. lot more by <laughs> nationality. That's where I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, than in my culture. And so, um, you know, I can't really speak um, intelligently about what the Haitian culture is, but like whatever. The point is that now what you said kind of makes me want to discuss the difference. And so, but whatever. The difference is in how we perceive. How you guys, how how um, you celebrated the different decades. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, because... You know, I don't. I can't speak intelligently enough about it, but I don't know if it's necessarily the fact that I'm Haitian. I think there are probably, probably, some Haitians that um, celebrate that way. And I said I wasn't going to speak on this, but mm-hmm. but I, my feeling is that it does happen. I, I think it happens in the African American community as well. Like people are, you know, obviously decades are big. Like people celebrate right. the decades. Um, so, I, from my perspective, not seeing that, I think probably has more to do with socioeconomic factors. Mm-hmm. Um, which says to me that either Niger that you were amongst your Nigerian folks one of the um wealthy. <laughs> Look at how you're looking at me. No. Like, what the hell is he gonna say <laughs> no, next? Because I'm waiting for but, you to drop what, the word you're saying. Like yeah, uh, like either um that you guys were in in a socioeconomic bracket that um could afford to have those big celebrations, or the the cultural differences is that. It's such a big deal that whatever amount of money you have, you have to make a big deal of it. Yeah, it's and... the latter. It's it's the latter. It's more, it's such a big deal that you do make a big deal out of it. But also, um, I think most African cultures or even African-American, most cultures are one where the community sort of supports whatever it is that you're doing. So even if you're turning 40, you'll have family members contributing to you know, what have you. So it's not as if it's a lift all by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that it's such an important milestone that it's certainly celebrated and you will have to shell out some sort of funds for it, mm-hmm. but it's not an individual effort, if you yeah. understand what I'm saying. So it's not, it, it, it's, it's at the, it's kind of like weddings where if you have family members who are getting married, you'll have people, different people contributing to it. Your friends will give you some money. Your parents, your um, cousins, everyone will contribute to it mm. to help with that celebration. So, mm-hmm. but it's certainly big enough that it would be celebrated. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just find that interesting. That uh, yeah, that's that that's why you remember ages. And I'm like, no. Um, everybody was just old. I was just rolling through life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so any case, so, uh, I think your question was, um, how does it feel to be 40? 40, And so I really didn't imagine 40, but, um, but now that we here, now that I am here, um, you know, I mean, 
So the thing that I feel like has happened this year started from, I would say, last year. Mm -hmm. Because I've... I don't know how personal I want to get in this one. But um, let's just say the bottom line is that, um, you know, we went to our friend's 50th anniversary. And mm -hmm. I, you know, saw the warmth and the love and that he was receiving from... Birthday. Birthday. Mm -hmm. 50th birthday, my bad. Um, and, you know, um, I was like, you know what? I mean, because there was prior to this, there was, you know, some ambiguity about whether or not I care for all that stuff you know like mm -hmm. listen I'm, I got my family and that's good and um I don't need to be like just generally people freaking stress me out mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like um inter um ongoing interactions with people you yeah could do short yeah 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 things yeah, yeah, but yeah. ongoing that's, maintained yes because interactions because I'm a sensitive person you're right? sensitive you're also introverted I'm that introverted is is part of the reason why I need to step back. But I think the reason why I don't attempt to maintain, I think everybody probably has, not everybody, but a lot of people probably deals with their issues of maintaining friendships. But I think part of the reason why I don't attempt to maintain is because um, I'm sensitive and I'm probably going to get slighted. I'll feel slighted. Mm. Um, in which case I am like, now I'm done. Mm. And so... I don't even want to deal with it. And so, um, I also think it's, I mean, I agree that the sensitive part of it is, is part of it. Um, but I want, there's a lot of work in maintaining relationships, just to be honest. I mean, even mm -hmm. I, when I see other people who are undertaking it and shout out to my boo, Busola, it's funny, <laughs> Busola, my cousin, it's funny. Cause she was like, well, I've been listening to these episodes and you stay shouting other people out. <laughs> 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 when That's am I going to hear my name on this podcast? So let me just shout out my my one and only, my sister for life, <laughs> Busola Adenira, the, the sugar to my coffee. I don't even know how all these things go, but you know I, who you that, are. I could have swore you said I was sugar. Shit. What the hell um, is going babe, on? Babe, you're honey. You're honey. <laughs> Which one is sweeter? Honey, You're, I think honey is the purest. Listen, we're not going to debate this. We're not. Right. <laughs> Shout um, out to Busola. But let me just say, I think she does a very good job of of maintaining friendships. And I actually think, when, speaking of culture, I think that's something that a lot of Nigerians, people who grow up in Nigeria, do. Because I think it's something that is somehow kind of just um, you're enveloped in growing up. Like you see all the interconnections between the family members, the friends, the aunties who you think are your real aunties, but turned out they're just lifelong friendships with your parents, etc. Mm. Um, and I think as a result, a lot of Nigerians actually do, from what I can see, what I can perceive. Mm. I think as Americans, it's very, it's much, it's much more of an individual culture. And I may be wrong because I think there are lots of them. I also have a good friend who does a really good job with friendships as well, Katie. Mm. Um, so Katie? My friend Katie. Oh, I guess. She <laughs> reaches out a lot, but I feel like, well, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. But the point well, is, I, 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 so it may, I may be wrong, so maybe this is more of a, an individual thing to you and I, but it's a lot of work is the point that I'm trying to say. And mm -hmm. I think unless it's something that's a natural part of you and how you move, 
Um, it's something you have to think about and be purposeful and intentional about. Um, so I can understand why it's not something that comes natural to you. And then in particular, if you're more introverted or you get slighted easily or you're sensitive, and we've also moved around a lot, I could see how all of that starts to make it an, an almost impossible task, you know? Yeah, I mean, and let's add another piece to it, too. Because there's been discussions like I'm 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 part of several groups of well of males. Um, like I we started like a basketball thing this. Well, we had started it prior to this year, but like we we started growing it. And um, I'm in, I'm part of a group of um you know guys who come together to do some investments. And you know part of what the intention behind that is also to um grow the bond and one of the discussions that we had and i also read an article about this that is that you know a lot of guys find it very difficult to have friendships mm -hmm. and to have and you know that that intimacy and i think it's partially how we are raised you know girls are permitted to be intimate with one another and guys you know they're not like i you know um here's a shout out um my my friend mike who is part of both groups you know has bought this um you know, he's also the one who tried to give us our tagline. Mm -hmm. um, we discussed him in several, um, several episodes. episodes back, but anyways, yeah. um, you know, he's also brought this point up as well. And the issue is that, um, you know, like I, I've, we've had a discussion. Like I feel like guys, we um, bond over some sort of competition. Like not, 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 not competition, sport. And that's necessarily your traditional sport, but like a sport where there is a goal and there is like an ability to win and, and that sort of thing. And I think that's why that's what we've been. We have um, acculturated. Yeah, we've been acculturated to do like we can't really like go over here and start talking all intimate about the kind of things that girls do. So like um, when when I was in, you know, a younger kid, like it, my friends were part of the football team and when we were out of, of the football team, we were out, you know, going to clubs, and that was a sport in and of itself. Mm -hmm. you Trying know to get saying? ass. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm just saying going to clubs is not the sport. Everybody goes to the club. I'm just okay. trying to have you be more specific. Right. Okay. okay. Yes. So. Um, that's, yeah. You know, okay. That, <laughs> I, you know, I, I tend not to want to have that kind of uh, conversation. You got to spell it out for, I mean, ain't nobody know what you're talking about. Going to club. How many clubs can we hit in a night? No. <laughs> yeah. Another goal. So okay. um, it's always a sort of a sport. And so, like, if you have um, left that stage and you're no longer um, playing that kind of sport, then you you also limiting your um, your opportunities to bond. As you know, well. you can actually go to sporting events as a, as ways to bond, like sports, like games. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. I've yeah. never been a, a spectator. Ooh, um, I like that. <clears throat> and that's what this podcast is not about. You know what? <laughs> That should be our tagline. Don't be a spectator. Um, okay, I like that. So moving on. So you were saying being 40, um, this started back um, when your friend had his 50th birthday. I'm just trying to help you get yeah. to the point oh, that right. you were making. Yeah, you forgot. Yeah, you forgot is. what you okay. were saying. So yeah, so... Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, I mean, uh, on the 50th anniversary, I mean, there was a lot of love and, you know, people came out from everywhere and had old friends and all that good stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I like that. I, that, that is something I want. And so like I made in that year, we talked about the kind of things that we want to do with our lives. And I made the decision that this is, um, that I, I'm going to pursue that. And so, you know, um, I started to, and I think I've, I've actually done a very, well, I'm going, I, I appreciate the work that I've done because, you know, this is why the, the, the basketball group has grown. We are doing things, we're going places and that sort of thing. And so I, I am active on Instagram, which is one of the things that, you know, like, um, that you've I, done this year. Yeah. You know, something that I would not have done anymore, but I think there is like, you know, this is another topic that I'd like to get to at some point where people debate the value of social media, but I think there is a lot of value depending on how you use it. Um, and you know, just the idea of putting yourself out there is also very, um, you know, liberating. Um, but anyways, whatever the point is that, um, I I've taken steps towards those goals um, and I think, you know, the next decade, you know, when I'm celebrating my 50th, I, I hope to, at the very least, continue to make um, steady progress towards the things that are of value to me. That's great. Um, I like that. So you feel good about where you are at 40, mainly because um, you're making strides towards improving yourself, making more connections, and really just living the life that you want. Yeah, and more than anything, I think it's recognition, excuse me, of what I want. Like, I think that's the biggest piece. Now it's about, you know, because I think there's been a whole period of, you know, I I, I would say like when when I was in my 20s, you know, I was like... um, you know, one to conquer the world and, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, that sort of thing. And then you get to the, uh, the time when you have to actually pay the bills, mm-hmm. you know, and now you got to get the jobs and whatever, and all your dreams and aspirations d- don't necessarily come about. Like you didn't turn millionaire at 30, mm-hmm. you know, and you didn't, uh, it's not conquer late, the world. Mm-hmm. I, that's the point. And then you start to, you start to, um, doubt where you want to be or how you should be. And I think the what has happened over the last year is me deciding, okay, well, I don't have to, like, this is why I'm talking about Instagram. Like, and you, we talked about this as briefly, like Instagram is like, from my perspective, um, based on the people that I follow <clears throat> and what I see is a bunch of inspirational stuff. Like people saying, like, I mean, you can do it. You can do it. Like, They're like yeah, your cheerleaders. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to say this is the life that I have and this is how I have to live it. Like you can decide this is what I want to do. And do you so, think that's corny, by the way? All yeah. the because I've been doing a lot of inspirational <laughs> quotes on on Instagram and a friend. This is I'm going to shout out Remy, mm. but it's not a good shout out. <laughs> she was like, I mean, boy, that is so pretentious. Mm. <laughs> she was like and and i i could see i mean maybe that wasn't the word that she was like that okay. probably but the point is i hung on to the word because it was like okay well me is it pretentious because i could see how in the past because you know i've always been anti i am for the most part a <laughs> hater in chief so when everyone it's was so interesting on, how you could be so upbeat and a hater at the same time like but go ahead 
that's that's what makes me real. <laughs> I am real AF is what it is. Um, yeah, because I accept things for what they are. But I can look at something and be like, no, that's corny. That's not real. What are we doing? But 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 now I've got to question myself because while and that's what she was saying. She was like. You were all the way judgmental when everybody was mm. on this Instagram thing doing the most. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so stupid, mm. which is true. Mm. That's the hater in me. Like my default mm. is to hate on everything. Mm. But now that I'm in it, like I'm actually doing it from a genuine place. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. actually real to me. So now the question is, when I was observing it as corny, what was the underlying that? Is it insecurity? Is it? It truly is corny. You know what I mean? Like, what makes something corny? Well, is it so, how I'm perceiving it? Or if it's real for the person posting it, regardless, because that's how I feel. Mm. I don't really care if you think it's corny. I don't care if you think it's pretentious. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling the quote. I'm feeling the yoga. I'm mm -hmm. feeling all of this. So mm. I'm just going to put it out there in case it can touch somebody. Mm. You know, and even if it doesn't, I just feel good doing it. You yeah, know what I mean? I so, think, I don't know. Uh, so, my response to that is that I think it depends on the person and why they're doing it. Personally, the re and, and like I've just recently joined Instagram, so I don't know what was really happening before that, but I would say that if you and I and this is how I and, and this so I, what I thought about it and I think it probably did happen, if you are on the gram <laughs> as they say on Insta. As the I think kids I think say, people say Insta. <laughs> is the gram or insta i think people say insta now they may have started Listen, saying the gram. let's not make ourselves look very babe i'm just saying you aging <laughs> yourself I'm, I'm just saying i'm saying you're aging yourself it's called the insta i don't know <laughs> Wait, if, no no like, it's listen, called you're insta. saying this like i don't know if you're right so you might be making yourself look really you're right silly you're right, right now you're right. I, I, <laughs> just take it i know back. i know at one point they said the gram they so did. maybe I'm, I'm aging myself but i don't know insta sounds insta stupid <laughs> 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 but, I mean, you know, maybe it's stupid. Anyways, um, uh, listen, um, but anyways, what, 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 what was I saying? You're new to Insta. Oh God, you gonna keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop? Like, um, let's just use the whole damn word. You, you're new right. to Instagram, okay? Yes. All right, so, um, yeah. So I'm new to it, so I don't know what, what was happening. But um, what I would say is that if you are up here, like, posting because you are truthfully trying to present a life that isn't true, if it's not authentic, then I would say that's corny. Like, if you truly are in a trailer and you're <laughs> not, not to um, put down anybody in a trailer, but the idea is if... Or if you, you know, vice versa, or if maybe you are super rich, I don't know who the hell would do that and try to make themselves look gritty or whatever the case may be. Maybe some people who are trying to get into, um, like, uh, rap industry and want to be part of the streets or whatever the case may be. No, it but, could just be a preferred way of living. Some people do, like, the minimalist living, you know. Whatever. So. What I'm talking about is authenticity versus not real. Like, I think mm -hmm. part of... Um, like if you are exposing your life, your fun, like, because, you know, it, it's not necessarily bad. Like from my perspective, because the people who are following me are my freaking friends, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so if I am reach, like, it's a way to connect, right? Saying, Hey, here's the party I had today. And if that friend is, and it knows you to be an authentic person, that means they reach out and say, Hey, that looks like fun. Hey, we should go hang out. 
sometime or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, but if you're freaking, um, quote unquote, pretentious, like you're sitting here pretending to be something, if somebody reaches out to you, you can't really even talk to them because you know how fake it is and you don't want to expose how fake it is, then that's fake. It's, it's corny. Mm-hmm. And I think part of what's happening with um, Instagram now is people are just, they're exposing themselves. There are people who are saying, yeah, sometimes I'm fearful. And those quotes from my perspective is not um, necessarily a pretend. Is not necessarily just for other people. It's for yourself when you say it. Mm-hmm. You no, know, it's a motivating thing for yourself. You're saying to yourself, "Yeah, I may have some bad days," but because a lot of times when you see those, when you have those quotes, is you've seen it from somebody else, mm-hmm. and they inspire you. They're like, "Yeah, I may feel bad today, but yeah, I can keep going." Right. You know what I'm saying? And so if you spread that to somebody else who's in your group, how is that pretentious? How is that corny? You're right. You know what I'm saying? So. I agree. I with feel that. like that's dope. And I also think Instagram now allow because we've had various platforms of being entertained or connecting in the past, but I think Instagram is one that's truly connecting with our authentic selves. I think we're in a moment where, you know, you could show the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whereas in the past, you know, you watch TV, you see people who are stars who are presenting a certain version of reality or or, um, I mean, not even reality, a, a certain version of experience to you. Mm. And a lot of times when you're receiving it, it ends up making you feel bad because you compare your lives against it and you realize where you're falling short. Mm. And I think for social media, um, particularly, you know, if we were to start with Insta- um, with Facebook, mm. it was a lot more about posting of pictures. Look how good mm. my life is and what have you. And I think Instagram started that way. But what's allowed for Instagram to evolve to the space where we are now, which is making things more, you know, you, like you're seeing the grit in the, 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 the grit in the grace or what have you, mm. is um, the Insta stories. You know, you could see the stories and also the easy share button where it's less about, let me just show you pictures, which pictures a lot of times when it's just a, a snapshot, don't necessarily tell the story. But when you could see the videos and um, the behind the scenes and what have you, you're able to get a better sense. And also the inspirational quotes, you're able to mm-hmm. get a better sense for the full story for that individual. So that individual could be looking bomb at a party at 7 p.m., but later that night, maybe they post a quote that um, gives you an additional insight into how they're feeling, you know, and mm-hmm. what have you. So I think it shows you a more well-rounded perspective of that individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think Instagram is doing it. I think we're yeah. in a very good age with yeah, social I mean, media. I, with yeah, that. I definitely think I, I appreciate that. And I don't know, yeah, I think all these things that you mentioned are part of it, like the the ability to share more. I think. Yeah, the ability to share more, but I, you know, I don't know. I'd love to see what the different factors are, but I think also, you know, certain celebrities getting out there and, you know, even with your great life, quote unquote, because clearly everyone struggles. struggles. I mean, Robin Williams killing himself? Like what? Right. Um, Or Anthony Bourdain, the man traveled and ate. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? So, um, yeah. anyways, like, the point is, though, like, the, the fact that they were out there exposing themselves and trying to, you know, motivate in that way, I think, because it also pushed it, could have also pushed it in that direction as well. And I think that's a good So, 
So that's great. Um, anything else you want to talk about um, that stood out for you this year? I mean, we had an episode on our epic 40, uh, yeah, 40th adventure. So I would. Um, so you, you spent know, almost half back. the year planning for that, and then that eventually culminated. I, oh, you know what? I mean, planning. Yeah, I did. Half the goddamn year? God, you're making me feel like that was the only thing I did. But no, um, yeah. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that was a uh, the good chunk of the year was spent sort of just thinking about what that trip was going to look like once again taking things one step at a time and not just you know um the journey of a million miles begins with one step right mm -hmm. so yes we can talk about how amazing it was how epic it was but it took some time to plan it to prep it pull everyone together where we you know figure out where we're gonna visit mm -hmm. pay for it all of those things so yeah. um so that's a huge Thanks to thing my that wife took place. who always pushes and because I'm like... You do have reverse. a pretty amazing wife. I do. She's pretty amazing. Yeah. But okay, so <laughs> then... Um, all right, so let me just do my quick year. And I have some questions that we can get into. But um, I also think this was a great year. I think I spoke about that earlier. I'm just going to do... You know, go through the year. Mm -hmm. um, it started with doing a vision board. And I think at the start of the year, I wanted to accomplish maybe four or five things. Um, number one, I wanted to lose weight and tone up. So um, sort of just getting a better routine around um, health, you know, eating better, um, going to the gym, doing something for my mental and spiritual well-being since we're not really actively um, going to church. Mm -hmm. So I still wanted to do something for my spiritual maintenance. Um, so I, I would say lifetime joining lifetime was a huge thing for me this year. Um, it hit the physical aspects of the working out. I do a lot of yoga. Um, I started eating well intermittent fasting, mm. um, based off of your recommendation, which I think that has also been great. And I've talked about it before cause it's about discipline and also just understanding that it's not everything you see that you need to eat and it's not. Um, you don't need a, You don't need to constantly be eating at the prescribed times that folks say you do. Eat to use food as nourishment, right? To mm. eat when you need to, and um, you know, don't eat when you don't need to. So mm. that was great. Um, trying to see what else lifetime permitted. So overall, and then of course, um, you know, just the ability. I think why I really enjoyed that as the first step, as a great way of starting off my year, was it really set the stage for conquering something that I thought was damn near impossible. Clearly, people lose weight all the time, people tone up all, all the time, but it, 20 pounds had been very difficult for me to shed. I just couldn't figure out how to do the math to make it work. Mm -hmm. So I think I had gotten to a point where I felt like this was going to be my body moving forward because I can't figure out how to make it work, right? Mm -hmm. And I felt like with one step at a time and sticking to the routine that you prescribed, um, it really worked. And once again, I think that really laid the foundation for me um, for changing other aspects of my life because mm -hmm. all that's necessary is not, you know, how can I lose 20 pounds, which seems like such a daunting process. It's really, you know, today, what are the, um, activities that I need to commit to, um, to make sure that I have a good day. Mm -hmm. And then in two, three months, you start to see the results accumulate 
and start to see yourself move towards the progress, um, the 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 next step that you want. So mm-hmm. I thought that was great, and that really emboldened me to have bigger dreams for myself. So part of what I put on my vision board was toning up, losing weight, um, being more spiritual, so it's being more grounded um, in myself. I've always wanted to do a podcast, so I really wanted to take that seriously. So that was on my vision board. Um, was consistently doing a podcast. Um, I wanted to figure out how to leave my job. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to figure out how to travel more, travel more, but I didn't have a good sense for where I wanted to go. But that was also on my thing. I wanted to connect more with friends. I don't know that I've done a good job of that, but that's going to remain on my vision board for this year. Um, and then lastly, I think I wanted to, I don't have my vision board in front of me, um, but I remember saying I wanted to, um, oh no, two things. I wanted to write, more, I wanted to author something, either be doing a blog or what have you, or write a book. Um, so I didn't quite accomplish that, even though I got started down the process. So I'm going to put that on my vision board this year, and hopefully by next year I will have something written, even if it's just a piece of um, a one pager. <laughs> but I do want to write something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think lastly, I said I wanted to employ at least five people um, through my business. Clearly, that didn't happen, <laughs> but that was a um, huge goal. But I felt like, for the most part, I probably was well, batting about eighty percent, eighty ninety percent there. I mean, so yeah. How many people? I feel like at least you had a couple of interns, right? I had a couple of interns. Um, how many? Yeah, I mean, not well, all at the right. same time. Yeah. Not at the <laughs> you didn't same have, time. You didn't have five at the same time, but you may have accomplished that. I goal. may have accomplished that <laughs> if I kind of do it, do <laughs> you, the math in different yeah. ways. Um, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I say that to say that when you are living intentionally, which is why, what, once again, this podcast is about. And I love the concept of vis- doing a vision board. Last year was the first time I did it. I had the children do it. I don't know that we necessarily... Um, kept it up in terms of revisiting it, putting mm. it in a place where you can see it consistently. So it's ingrained in your mind. Um, but I'm going to do that again this year because I really think it's a powerful tool to move yourself um, towards the direction that you want to go. Mm. Um, but overall, um, just quickly, um, South Africa happened this year. I wanted to travel mm. somewhere with Nubia. Um, Nubia and I, who is my daughter, went to South Africa. The reason I really wanted to do it is because I wanted to connect more with her. Mm. I felt like, you know, she is going through her teenage years and, you know, we may not, it may be difficult to connect as mother, daughter, if we don't really have a good foundation. And I felt like South Africa was great for that. But South Africa was also the place where I realized that I needed to expand my idea for what my reality could be. Um, I came back from South Africa feeling like I was living very small. And even though I had all of these things on my vision board, I think I was just going through the motions and putting it down there. I don't know that I really thought that they could it could be actualized, but I felt like I came back from South Africa actively looking to be done with my job, start my business, um, do the podcast, and really just travel more and expand my idea for the life that I wanted for myself. Mm. Um, So that was great. Um, And then after South Africa, obviously we did the trip. You know, we did my dad's 70th birthday, which was amazing. This year was crazy. This year, we did a lot this year. And then we did Jam Rock, which we haven't even talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but we should do a debrief. A, yeah, that's we should a, do that's a debrief. A and Jam Rock is the, the cruise 
reggae cruise the reggae fest. cruise fest that we Held went by on damien marley who um and then yeah whatever we'll, yeah. we'll do a, it was amazing so yeah. overall i mean we've had a pretty great year and i wanted to continue to be um i want this year to be sort of a replica or maybe even a baseline mm. for how we live and i have some pretty wild dreams for next year which of course as usual, much to your chagrin, Mag, <laughs> is something that perhaps um, you're thinking is a little crazy and out of control. But um, I'm excited to see how 2020 unfolds. Mm-hmm.